Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. Today, Ashley and I are talking about the fact that we are 100% in control of our life. We are going through a huge move. It's a really exciting announcement, and you're going to hear about it in the beginning of the podcast, and that is what inspired this entire conversation. So I really hope you get something out of it. I hope that you're inspired. I hope that you're motivated to make decisions and to take actions that lead you closer to the life that you want to pursue and help you forge your own path. Today is going to be awesome. I cannot wait. Without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. We are coming at you with episode number 16, and today we are talking about how you are 100% in control of your life. Are you pumped, Ash? I am pumped. All right. So like usual here, gang, Ash is going to take us through. She's going to lead the conversation, provide insights as we go, and I'll try to do my best to answer her questions as well. And this episode is awesome because it is actually inspired by a real-life event that's happening in our lives right now. So there's going to be hopefully a little passion behind it and a little application for all of you considering we're actually going through it and uh hopefully it can help you guys yeah so what is our big announcement d uh, so our big announcement is that ashley and i are moving to saint thomas that's right saint thomas usvi we're heading down to the caribbean we are going to be moving at the end of march and i am starting my new position there on april 1st it is not a joke <laughs> it's really happening Uh, What is taking us down there? So like I just mentioned, I'm starting my new position, and that will be general manager of Reebok CrossFit St. Thomas, which is actually the same gym that I worked at five years ago when I moved down there with my cousin and lived there for a year. So it's like coming full circle, but now I've got Mm -hmm. my future wife with me, so it's even (laughs) better. Yeah. Uh, Why did we decide to pull the trigger? So I I think first off, we... I think what's cool about this opportunity and why this whole episode is happening is this was an unforeseen opportunity. It Mm -hmm. was something that we didn't plan for. You know, when we were down there, we were joking around saying that, oh, you know, we'll move down here. Like, we can come down. Wouldn't it be cool if we lived here? You know, that kind of stuff. But there wasn't any pursuit of a job. There wasn't any pursuit of the potentially actually moving there. So, you know, when we were there, we dropped in to the gym on the final day, like as we were getting ready to head to the airport to catch the plane and couldn't get a hold of any of my friends that I thought were still on island. Wasn't sure if we were going to meet anybody that I knew. And when we got there, one of the folks that I used to coach with, Darcy, she was there. Then we saw another one of my friends, Shelby. Then we ran into another guy that knew me from when I was there. And we ran into like five or six people I knew. And mm-hmm. then we ended up meeting the new owner of the facility. Her name's Gilly. And we just hit it off with her right away. And it was just like a a nice chat, like a good conversation. And uh, she like jokingly mentioned like, hey, we always need coaches. And that was kind of it. We left it there. You know, we we joked along with her and then we got on the plane and left. Mm -hmm. And when we got back, it was a few days later that her and I actually got on the phone. We spoke for maybe an hour, hour and a half and really hit it off, had very similar mindsets and viewpoints. And that's when this, you know, opportunity truly presented itself and she was able to provide me with an actual offer. Yeah. 
And then from there, obviously, we went through some negotiations, and then it ended up being a pretty valid offer and a pretty realistic offer to where you and I then had to start having some conversations. Mm -hmm. And how many times do you think we had the same conversation over the next couple of days? Quite a bit. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, though, I think with how big the move is, like, I feel like we didn't talk about it too, too much. We had, we, we loved the idea. Yeah. And I think I was just nervous because I kept saying to you, are you sure? Are you, yeah. are you sure you could do it? Are you sure we want to sacrifice a lot of the things that are coming up this summer, like the other weddings that we were invited to and, you know, potentially having it impact our ability to help out with our own wedding and all of these mm-hmm. things. And eventually we got to the point where we said, okay, like, let's do the damn thing. Let's yeah. go. And I, so I think that's for us. The primary factor was, number one, we're moving into a phase of our life where experiences are going to have to be put to the wayside slightly for Mm -hmm. other things that we're interested in, like starting a family. And so this is an opportunity for us to have, uh, I don't want to say a final experience, but a huge move and another really unique experience prior to possibly, quote unquote, settling down, as my dad would say, living. (laughs) And uh, I think a second thing is just the the realistic nature of the offer. Like it's financially viable. We both loved the island when we were there, when you saw it for the first time. And so I think a lot of other factors contributed, but the primary one was that experience. Yeah, absolutely. So what does this mean for ballistic performance? Drum roll. (laughs) Just kidding. Guys, this is awesome for ballistic performance. What this whole opportunity presents is more time for Ashley and I to build the brand. And so we are going to start cranking out even more content, even more awesome, valuable information for you guys to sift through and to process. And it's really going to allow us to scale this to where we want it to be. Yes. Heck yes. Yes. Like you always say, fire content. My f- That was really bad. I don't my say ac- it like that. <laughs> my accent really came out when we said fire. I don't say it like that. <laughs> anyway <laughs> going on but that's really exciting I know that was a big part of why we decided to move because we think that we can provide even better content for ballistic performance yeah just it's leading towards our ultimate goal of making this you know 100 yeah. percent sustainable absolutely so tough question coming up What does this mean for us as a couple? (laughs) This is like premarital interrogation. (laughs) You better answer good. I'm going to throw it back at you after this and it'd be answer well, but we're not going to get stuck on the grammar here. So anyway, uh, you know, for us as a couple, I think it's just number one, I think it's a, a testament to our ability to communicate with one another and to both have the self-awareness to understand that this is something we wanted to pursue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, for us as well, it's like we had mentioned previously, it's the next adventure. It's something that we, as a memory that we'll always be able to cherish together. And it's something that we'll look back on and have no regrets yeah. uh, of doing it because we were willing to take that chance and to make the move. So yeah. I think it's just, you know, one of those big life events that we'll always remember. Absolutely. I completely agree. Nice, nice, good addition there. <laughs> well, I was going to say something, and then I was like, 
It's basically the exact same thing you're saying, just not as smart. Okay, so. then we'll leave it at the smart. Yep. We'll leave- <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's what's the game plan? Game plan to get down there? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Oh, or, uh, yeah, I guess in general. Uh, so I don't think we have it all figured out yet. We're still two months away, so we better start getting our asses in gear. But I think the tentative plan looks something like this. Number one, we have to contact the airline because when you're traveling with pets, even if they're under the plane, it's kind of like making reservations. Mm-hmm. They can only take so many per flight. So we're going to schedule the flights around that. Yeah. We're going to make sure that we get a direct flight. So Coda doesn't have to be handed off between airports. Yeah. And you, typically those layovers are extremely long when you're heading down in the Caribbean just due to the flight schedule. So we'll schedule everything off the flights. Uh, we need to sell one of our vehicles so we'll make sure we go through that whole process. We'll get the other vehicle back to Pennsylvania somehow. I think Rob's <laughs> going to volunteer to drive down. At least that's what he tells me. <laughs> but Ashley's laughing because my dad is in full-on like <laughs> wedding planning mode. And every time we talk to him, he's telling Ashley that another day got nipped in the ass and he hasn't <laughs> done anything but do wedding prep for the last month. So yeah. that's why we're laughing. But... Um, once we get the vehicle sold and get the other car back to PA, we'll have to ship down some of our bigger items like our kitchen stuff, but mm-hmm. we're not taking any furniture or anything like that. And then luckily we know some folks down there that are helping us find places to live and places to check out as soon as we get there. So mm-hmm. that's going to help us out big time. And, uh, you know, that's really it. Like everyone thinks it's super complicated to move, but you just got to be willing to, to dial it in, get it organized and you can make it happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if it's on another continent. I was going to say, I feel like our part of our game plan too is just kind of bring one suitcase and one carry-on and that's about it. That's all you need. <laughs> Board <laughs> shorts and bikinis, baby. <laughs> so moving on, anything else that you have to add? No, let's go. Okay. So what do you mean when you say we are in control? Oh, we're getting into the good stuff now. Yes. Um, so... The title of this episode, I think, is going to be your 100% in control. And what I mean by that is you have the ability to make decisions, whether they're good or bad. Mm -hmm. We all have the ability to make our own decisions. I think too many of us fall into the trap of we got to follow the societal norm. We need to go to Mm -hmm. school and then we need to get a job and we need to work at that job for five years before we go and get another job, which should be, you know, a vertical jump in terms of salary and benefits and all those things before we then really start to save and invest and yada, yada, yada. I think everyone gets caught up in that trap and then we feel like we're making decisions to move us forward on that path rather mm-hmm. than making decisions that forge our own path. Oh, I like that. Woo! <laughs> that was probably really loud through the audience. <laughs> uh, so going off of that, what about the opinions of others, like our friends, families? Do those opinions matter? Uh, or, and I guess even going on, should their opinions influence our decision? So to answer the first question, no, mm-hmm. but let me elaborate. No, they should they don't matter. And to answer the second question, and then I'll, I guess I'll elaborate on both. The second one is possibly. Mm-hmm. The reason I say no in terms of should people's opinions matter is because it's your life and no one knows exactly what you need or what your life or what you want your life to look like except you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're letting other people's opinions dictate how you behave, the decisions you make, um, you know, 
where you live, what kind of job you have, all these things, you're not truly pursuing a life that you want to live. You're not going to truly be happy or feel fulfilled. And the other part of the question with the, should they influence your decision? Mm -hmm. Possibly because what can happen is you can listen to people's opinions and you can appreciate their perspective and maybe even learn something from their, their point of view mm -hmm. and then take that information, sift through it and take what's applicable to your life. So maybe it does in some way impact or influence, but it's not the driving factor. If anything, it's just like the icing on the cake to where you can go in there and, and make a quick change or, or something like that. Icing on the cake probably wasn't a good analogy, but you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's just a last minute piece that might provide you with additional insight. That's really it. But go ahead. Can, can you think of an example that we currently have right now? Do you have one in mind? I feel like um, I feel like that was a loaded question. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just thinking. I don't know. I couldn't really think of something. Well, I th I think we can actually now that you say that. I think we can talk about my dad cuz he's he always provides us with one of these yeah. scenarios. My dad is amazing. Always supports every decision I make and but is also not afraid to put me in my place when <laughs> he knows I'm making a bad True. one. Uh but he also is awesome at providing insight about what what is safe and mm -hmm. what is also likely to set you up for success. It just might look more like the standard pass, path versus the path that we might be trying to forge ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so an, ex an easy example is when I decided to coach full time mm -hmm. and pursued that for a couple of years. My dad, every time I got on the phone, was like, hey... You know, the, the state police test is uh, next month. The state yeah. police test is in six months. You want to take that? Do you want to take it? I think it'd be a great career. You can take it. Like pension. And he was just always, because he was a state trooper, but he was always presenting that because he knows that it's safe. There's mm -hmm. There are benefits associated with it. There's an incredible pension associated with it. There's stability associated with it. And so obviously I'm listening to him when he's telling me these things and I'm taking them to heart. But because I know what my true calling and passion and purpose is, mm -hmm. I'm not just going to abandon that because something else is safer. So that's a really good example. And then yeah. even even with the job that I just accepted going to St. Thomas, you know, he mentioned, well, what about out west? What about this? You know, staying on continent and all these things. Yeah. And of course, he has valid points. But we know what we want in this relationship, in our relationship, mm -hmm. and we're going to pursue that. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Uh, so what is everyone's immediate reaction to the decision? And even like when we moved from, uh, Pittsburgh to Florida, what were some of the reactions? You know, so I think we haven't told very many people about the move to St. Thomas yet. By yeah, the time this episode comes out, I think everyone will know. But mm -hmm. even with the land, when we moved down here to Florida, everyone's immediate reactions were all the same. Mm -hmm. You know, it was something along the lines of, oh, wow, like that's a big move. Are you sure you want to do that? Like you guys are so lucky. That's going to be amazing. I wish I could do that. You know, and then some even more on the negative side of, well, what about your family? What about your wedding yeah. you know, for St. Thomas? And all these things. And I think all these questions come about because people are stuck in their own narrative they're looking at their life and they can't process how someone else can forge a different path mm -hmm. how someone else can make decisions that are counterintuitive to them yeah. and, and to their life 
And so I think, you know, if you're going to make a bold choice like this and take chances, you have to, number one, expect those. But you also have to be empathetic towards the person in terms of they can't understand because they are scared. They can't Mm -hmm. process something like that because they they can't commit to it. They can't deviate from the comfortability of the path that they're on, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, too, some people are okay with just staying comfortable and kind of going down what we call, like, the normal path. Like, when I was talking to my sister, she literally said, like, no, she doesn't. She she would love to move to St. Thomas, and she literally used the words like "I wish I could do that," but she knows herself, and she knows that she isn't willing to move away from family. Yeah, and that, I think that's awesome too because you have to have self awareness and you mm-hmm. have to understand what makes you happy. But at that same token, if that's the case, and you know, and I'm not using your sister, this is yeah. in general now. If you're an individual that knows you like to be close to home, you like to be close to family, you're a homebody person, Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't turn around and then complain about your life. You can't complain about being stuck in that small town. You can't complain about not having done anything. Like If those are things that you truly want to do, then you need to go pursue them. If they're not, then you need to shut up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like to put it bluntly, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, Why is it important to you to take advantage of opportunities like us moving to St. Thomas? Uh, So I think it plays off of everything we've said leading up to this. And I don't ever want to have regret. I've told you this before. I don't think I regret any decision in my life Mm -hmm. because it's all led to things that have been incredible. Um You know, I I think I've said to you, maybe the only thing I would regret is not going to Penn State. (laughs) But if (laughs) I if I went to Penn State, I might not have then gone to Boston and Mm -hmm. then might not have gone to St. Thomas and like all these domino effect type of things. But also it's important to capitalize on these opportunities because time is incredibly precious. Yeah. Like that's and that's associated with the the regret side. I don't want to get to the end of my life and look back and think wow, I am such a dumbass. Like I had an opportunity to go to St. Thomas with my wife and like before we had any kids and any, you know, like real, real responsibilities. And, and we just said no, cause we were scared. Yeah. Like, and we were comfortable. Right. And we were comfortable. Like I don't ever want that to happen. And so, you know, with the limited time that we have, I want to make my life like worth living. Like yeah. I want to make, I basically think about my life as a giant story and by the time I get to the end of it, I'm on like my deathbed. I'm going to be like, holy shit, I'm awesome. <laughs> like, like God gave me the opportunity to do so many awesome things. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just like, I can die now. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And I also wish that our listeners could see you just make your fist right now, kind of fist bumping the air. I'm not fist bumping and the, the air. Table. I'm pounding the table out of. Yeah, but no, I love it. I'm being serious. I wish our listeners could see you right now. Uh, But no, I love that. Anything else? Why you think it's important? Uh, A kind of a tangent, but I think it's important because of what we mentioned earlier and like making decisions Mm -hmm. like and being happy with those decisions or being happy with your life. If you're not happy with the way your life is, then 
quit fantasizing about all of these things and quit generating all these ideas and just start actually doing shit. Mm -hmm. Like ideas are complete shit. It's the execution that's priceless. You have to go out and take action if you want there to be change. And so that's the only thing I'll say with, you know, taking advantage of opportunity. If it's there, you actually have to pull the trigger and take advantage or else you're just still in this cycle of being content and just staying safe. Yeah. And always wondering. Yeah. And the what ifs. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that. So uh, how have you been able to evaluate situations or circumstances and make big decisions throughout your life and I guess us currently right now? Do you want me to go first and then we'll talk about the difference between the two of us? Yeah. And how we process like information and just make decisions? <laughs> yeah. I think that'll help everybody. Yeah. No, so I agree. the way I, and I think we talked about this on the last podcast, but mm-hmm. we'll make it specific to situations now versus just processing stress. Yeah. Cause it's, this is stress right. for sure. <laughs> so the way I, the way I look at any lar- big situation, I've made a lot of moves in the last 10 years is number one, I just lean into my faith. Um, and so if you're someone out there and you don't have faith and you don't believe in, in Christ and all that, that's fine. Like I, you should, but it's okay you will have to fill in something else here. Like if you believe in a more divine purpose, that can Mm -hmm. be your thing. If you believe in good karma, that can be your thing. But we believe in Christ, so we lean into our faith. And I just talk to God. I ask him what I need. I tell him that I'm willing to listen. And I ask that he open my eyes and my ears. Like whatever situation is presenting itself, I want him to make it so apparent that that it's in his will that I can't deny it, that I have to just pursue it with reckless abandon. So that's the number one thing I do. Yeah. Number two, I allow God to take the burden of the whole situation. If it's in his will, it'll happen. Like, obviously, I'll still need to make the decisions and take action. Yeah. But just like I had just mentioned, if he makes it so blatantly obvious that I can't ignore it, then I will be able to make that decision. And I allow that stress to then fall away from me so that my mind is clear and I can make the choice. Um, you know, something else I do is I will ask for advice or I'll, I'll talk to my parents about it. I'll talk to you and, and get some insight. Um, typically I think if you had that relationship with your parents, it's awesome because they're way wiser than us because they yeah. lived way more life. Um, so someone that's wiser is great, but also your significant other, your spouse and to see their perspective and understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, like the classic stuff, like cliches, like, hey, let's let's make a pros and cons list. Like, yeah. what are the pros of moving to St. Thomas? What are the cons? And if the pros outweigh the cons, like, there, there <laughs> you go, right? Like, yeah. And also, you know, then you can go into all the specifics. What are the finances? Like, will we financially be stable? Um, what about logistical concerns, like seeing family and all those things? So you can start weighing all that stuff out. Uh, but, and then another big one, I think, is putting time into perspective. I think this one's huge. Mm -hmm. In the long run, especially if you're listening and you're somewhere between like the ages of 22 and 30 and maybe even like early 30s and you don't have kids yet and you're you're not necessarily tied down to a specific location or occupation, three to five years is nothing in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. Like nothing. With modern medicine, we're gonna live to be like 100 so right now, I'm 28, about to be 29. I'm going to live for like another 60 years. <laughs> Does it really matter if I spend the next year and go down to the, the Caribbean and we have an incredible life experience together? 
Like, hell no, it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you can literally restart your life at 40 and then still, quote unquote, make it again if you've got your head on your shoulders. Like, people just think time, yeah, it's precious, but people don't have it in perspective. They don't understand, like, the grand scheme of things. They look at a year like, holy shit, a year? Yeah. Yeah, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. A year is nothing. So I think that's a huge one, um, at least in terms of when I'm making decisions. What mm. if, so now let's talk a little bit about you. Like, let's say you have a tough decision. Kind of what's your thought process on it? How do you manage some of the, the stress that comes along with it? And, and what have you done recently to maybe like help with all of that? Or what have yeah. we done together? So if you listened to the last episode, you know I am a lot worse at dealing with stress than Derek is. It's not, in my brain, I'm not as good at being like, this is what's happening. Okay, this is what needs to be done. That's honestly like what I'm just working at, trying to get better at. Uh, But similar to you, I recently have just been trying to lean more into my faith. So praying every single day and like Derek said, just trying to listen and I think with a St. Thomas move, it just, like, you just have a feeling. Um, And so that's definitely something that I'm trying to lean into more. And then um, I'm trying to think what else. So Derek is definitely a lot better than me at, like, kind of just giving God his, like, burdens I'm definitely not very good at just carry all of your burdens. Yes. And like everyone else's (laughs) that I care about, I carry their burden as well. Uh, So that has 100% something that I'm trying to kind of, I guess, I don't know if the right word is faith, but just relax and truly believe whatever god has in store for us like it's going to happen and there is zero point in worrying and literally having panic attacks over a situation yeah does that make sense that makes perfect sense okay um and then similar to derek like just asking for advice i always call both my mom and dad and then literally i'll make sure that i talk to derek's parents too and just kind of see what everyone's thoughts are and like we talked about earlier, not necessarily have that make my decision, but just kind of help. Have an influence. In, yeah, have in, an influence. In positive ways. Yeah. Um, and then can you think of anything else that I do? I don't think so. I, then I think what we can kind of do is talk about how we do it together yeah. now. And like Ashley just mentioned, we're kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And so I think... <laughs> You know, when we're making decisions now as a couple, it's it's like night and day difference. Like when we're having the discussions, right? <laughs> like I am, I am super analytical. I'm like, hey, I've been praying about this. Like, and if this happens, awesome. If not, like, we'll we'll figure it out. You know, and and then I'm so emotional. And then Ashley's like. <laughs> Her eyes have been flooding with water as I'm speaking. And then as soon as she goes to speak, it's like full meltdown status. That's not true. No, just sometimes. But <laughs> true. But 
I think it's the perfect balance. I think that's one of the reasons we are so great together in the relationship is we do see completely opposite sides. We have completely different perspectives when it comes to these big decisions Mm -hmm. and we're able to balance each other out. And then I think ultimately make the right decision because of each of our insight. Yeah. You bring the, I don't know if it's the analytics, that's the right word. And then I bring the emotion. Yeah, is that right? I don't know if analytics is the right I know, word either. I, I don't think so. You bring the... That might be it, but we'll figure it out. Someone will yeah. correct us in the comments. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, and then... Anything else with that? I think I think we're good there. Let's okay. keep Let's keep chugging. So kind of the last point that we want to talk about, why should people be bold and take chances? That's a loaded question. It's a lot. So we're not going to take a deep dive because we'll be here all day, yeah. but... It's everything that we've just talked about. You know, time is precious. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to take advantage of it while we have it. We could literally die tomorrow. Yeah. And as much as that would be horrible, whatever we've accomplished thus far in our life, like we need to be proud of it. Mm-hmm. Like we need to take advantage of the opportunities and the gifts that God's presented us. We need to execute on them. We need to ensure that we are forging our own path so that when we do get to the end of our life, we don't have regrets and that we have lived a long, fulfilling life with incredible experiences that we can then inspire others with, whether that be other people or our children or, you know, whatever it may be. So it's really just about taking advantage of the time that we have and creating, like I had mentioned, a story, which would be your life that you can look back on and think, holy crap. I would live that life again. Yeah. Yeah. I'd read that book again. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Do you have anything? Oh, I love that. I loved that last <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Is it bad that as I said that, I was thinking about Harry Potter. <laughs> I was thinking about the whole Harry Potter series. Uh, yeah, a little bit, but it's okay. I mean, who wouldn't? Read I support those? it. Who wouldn't read those books again? <laughs> Except for the fifth one. Holy shit. Yeah, skip it. Skip that. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let's dial it back in here. So guys, that is all we have for you today. I hope some of that information inspired you or motivated you or just opened your eyes to you know, what it is that you're trying to pursue, the life that you're trying to live, and, and just help you understand that you do have control, that mm-hmm. you can make decisions and you can make changes right now and start forging your own path. Um, as always, we love you guys. We appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Captivate. Follow us on Instagram at train underscore ballistic. You can check us out on LinkedIn. You can check us out on Twitter, on Facebook. All of those handles are ballistic performance. And then lastly, you can check us out on TikTok. Get on there. Check out the videos. It's not just for your seven-year-old niece. It is also (laughs) for you. We put awesome stuff out there. So guys, again, we appreciate it. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye.